Welcome to my new podcast. It's called Annie Asks. It's a work in progress, the title. Um, I decided to make a podcast because I have a lot of time. I really need a hobby. Um, I need to get over the fear of hearing my own voice because I hate it so much. Um, I already talked to my friends on the phone or FaceTime or Zoom like two-thirds of the day, so might as well record it so everyone can hear how funny we are. Just kidding. Um, But anyways, this is a podcast where I sit down with one of my friends and we just hang out and we chat and we talk about either like a hobby or an interest that they have that many people might not know about. So for our very first episode, um, we're going to have pretty much the only person who is willing to come onto this podcast very last minute and that's gonna be Alexa Tavorn. My first guest is a friend (laughs) who's very near and dear to my heart. Oh, so sweet. Welcome, Alexa. What up, bitches? No, this is a family friendly. Welcome, Alexa, to my inaugural episode. Hello, everyone. Rated G here. What up? (laughs) Um, So, Alexa, tell us a little bit what we're going to talk about today. Well, I've been looking forward to this all day because we are going to talk about some of the greatest 90s movies um some that I've watched multiple times and we're just going to dive into it and maybe you guys can also create your own list and and have it on your next watch list and queue it up because it's great 90s movies are wonderful and they're cheesy and they're stupid but like why not and everyone has plenty of time to watch them right now and you could totally make fun of it after and it's great so, 90s movies, what about the genre makes them just so iconic? Well, it's just, like, you have your typical, like, you know, shy girl who wants to be popular, and then there's always, like, this segregated group of, like, jocks and cheerleaders or not cheerleaders, and they just want to become cool, or you have, yeah, there's always, there's there's always that segment in a classic 90s movie. Are we talking about 90s? So I guess we're talking about high school, like 90s movies that take place in high school then. Yes. Yeah. And I think most of those movies, most of the 90s movies that I've seen are based, um, are from that. So as we'll find out later, what movies I'm talking about, but most movies that I've seen definitely all have that in common. And we, everyone knows that you and I love a good high school romance. <laughs> Does ever, Do they? Though? We don't, they don't have to. Like, they really didn't have to know that, Annie. Yeah, well. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm not reading after or anything, whatever. Yeah. I feel like, well, 90s movies, all, yeah, I feel like all the rom-coms in the 90s take place in high school. But I feel like I mostly watch, like, 2000s movies, like, early 2000s rom-coms. And mm-hmm. pretty much none of those are ever in high school. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the 90s ones are definitely, like, based in high school. I don't know if you have a list of them, but... We'll, um, we'll, well what are what are some of your favorite ones? Like, your top three. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. My top three, I have to say, are She's All That, Clueless, and 10 Things I Hate About You. 
See, I think 10 Things I Hate About You was early 2000s, though. I just pulled it up. It's 1999. Oh, okay. Great. And mm-hmm. Clueless is what, 95? I think? Um, oh, like oh gosh. Is it really that old? Clueless is pretty oh. old. Oh. It's 1995. Yeah. Wow. And then what about all that? Oh, God. I think that's 99 as well. Oh, yeah. 1999. She's All That is from 1999. So, obviously, what? You were born in 1992. So, you weren't three years old when you were watching Clueless. Oh, God, no. (laughs) I was probably, like, 10. 10? And you were just discovering these 90s movies? Yes. Yes. And I think because I had a lot of cousins um, who were much older than I. And so, they, you know, would watch these movies and I would be curious. And But... When I was younger, I think Dumb and Dumber was probably my favorite movie, but I wouldn't say that's, like, the top. Like, I don't tell people that, but, like, that was something <laughs> apparently, like, my favorite 90s movie I would, like, play over and over on VHS, and that would Very keep me interested. I know. I know. I know. What What is your favorite, like, your favorite meet-cute? Do you know what a meet-cute is? I have no idea what a meet-cute is. Meet-cute is, like, the two main characters like the love interests in a rom-com how they meet you like bump into each other at like a grocery store or something like that I think I don't because hmm, hmm. what did I say she's all that okay I think 10 things I hate about you is my favorite meet cute mm. because it's the one where like Heath Ledger gets paid to fall in love with Julia Stiles character and obviously he's just like not into her like they're both super hardcore but I think it's like the chase that attracts him mm-hmm. and then she's just also like a bitch in general and hates life sorry used to be weird you could bleep that out <laughs> and um and it's just like how he just falls for her as he gets to know her as a person but then yet he's like still getting paid for it but then he's just like the popular guy I don't know his name but he has really good hair but he was just like no like you need to do this I'll pay you more I'll pay you double he's like I'm not doing this for you and then it just shows that like he really was just actually falling for her and just hanging out with her because he actually liked her but Mm -hmm. he didn't realize that in the beginning until he actually gave it a shot do you think that rom-coms like distort people's notion of romance or everyone just knows that they're so ridiculous or do you think that people are really like wow this is what romance is really supposed to be like (laughs) I feel like we all dream I feel like we all want to fantasize and of course obviously my young stupid mind when I was a teen like I wasn't I didn't have a boyfriend or anything so (laughs) it's like you of course want to be like wow like I want someone to that for me but then I'm like I'm freaking 27 now I'm like that doesn't exist that doesn't happen I'm a little more cynical now but I still like gush about it because it reminds me of when I was like younger and I used to like like these really like cheesy movies. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it can, I feel like yes, it can distort a little bit, but I think you also need to have. I think it also depends on your personality too, and like realistically, like this is not going to really happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I love like high school romance stories, like to all the boys I loved before, because that was just so wildly different than what <laughs> I had in high school. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Like, wow, what could have been? Even though I know I, I feel like that's none of that is real at all. But or it could just like take you back to like wanting to be in high school again, and like wanting to have like these notes. Like I used to write notes to like my ex boyfriend in high school, and like. Like, I felt like that kind of brought me back to that whole little teeny bopper era. But obviously, uh-huh. this to all the boys is not 
realistic yeah I think the thing that my boyfriend Sean always says about that movie he's like Peter Kaczynski like no 16 year old boy has that emotional intelligence and maturity (laughs) for sure for sure but wow as 25 and I'm like wow if I met a 25 year old who had the emotional maturity of 16 year old Peter Kaczynski that would be great (laughs) Uh, yeah definitely that's but, guys are guys are just dumb sometimes and don't realize it's that easy to just like follow a character and just do that to win a girl's heart hello <laughs> it's there for you mm-hmm. so you talked about how 10 things i hate about you they kind of start out as like he has to realize at the end that he loves this girl is that your favorite because there's a lot of different like tropes in rom-coms like enemies they start as enemies and become lovers or they're like best friends to start with and then become more romantically involved or whatever yeah I don't know what's your what's your favorite kind of rom-com trope I guess well I would have to say it like 10 things I hate about you like I said just like at first like he's like it's like this challenge for him and Mm -hmm. I think he just didn't even like think of her as like anything and then he ends up getting to know her and then he ends up falling for her I think I think I like that kind of love story because it's more realistic to me versus if you want to talk about she's all that clueless is different because like that's your freaking ex-stepbrother which is (laughs) weird but like I never when I was younger I never really like noticed that like that was weird to me because I was like oh my god that's so cute and I got older I was like ew like (laughs) they what the hell like that's weird but she's all that like Freddie Prince Jr. had to like fall in love with I think Rachel Lee Cook is the actress and she was like the weird art geek mm-hmm. and then he ended up falling for her but like I think his whole thing which is unrealistic to me of how like the popular guy the jock like I think that's stupid I liked Heath Ledger's like darkness and he didn't he loved really, the underdog like, the yeah he didn't really girl. yeah mm-hmm, he didn't like fit in and I feel like that was more realistic to me than she's all that so I think their little love story I was more attracted to and I loved 10 things I hate about you because of that yeah I love that she's all that also is the one that like invented the thing where you take off the glasses and then you're suddenly like super hot (laughs) I know I think scary movie even like made fun of that (laughs) uh one time because the girl was already like super hot and then she just took off her glasses but like with she's all that like she actually like it it was so dumb because like she just plucked one hair (laughs) in between like her eyebrow I'm like oh really like I would kill to have those eyebrows Uh, yeah not super realistic (laughs) and they had like this weird segment and she's all that like during their prom um section where they were like doing their little dance like it was like a flash mob dance and I was like that would never happen in high school first of all (laughs) ever remember when flash mobs were like a thing yes I like a very yes. big thing yeah wow I mm-hmm. I liked the, I mean see I've always wanted I never wanted to be in one but I've always wanted to witness one <laughs> all right let's take a little break a commercial break okay <laughs> what ad are you gonna like present um yeah today's episode is sponsored by absolutely no one because who would ever listen to this 
my dream <laughs> sponsorship let's see I would love Ooh, if, yes honestly if HelloFresh sponsored me that would be really great so I don't have to go grocery shopping right now <laughs> um what else is a big sponsorship oh Audible I would love Audible to sponsor me what's Audible Audible the audiobooks from Amazon oh um Audible would be great um uh, I don't know if anyone wants to sponsor this podcast, hit me up so then I could record on more than just my phone and a free app. We're back. Everybody drink some water on this fine quarantine day because I have, you know, I have not had any. Of I am so bad at drinking water at home for some reason. It's just, mm-hmm. it's very difficult for me to remember. I don't know why because I'm literally it's doing very, nothing. It's terrible because when you're laying down for so long and you get up really fast, I have had so many dizzy spells. We're back with Alexa. We're talking about her favorite 90s movies today. Um, yes. My thing. 90s rom-coms. Um, let's see. What is your thought on whether or not a rom-com has to have a happily ever after? Or is it a rom-com if they don't get together? Oh. So like 500 Days of Summer, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Zoe Deschanel don't get together. Like La La Land, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone don't get together. I know those aren't 90s, but... Do, would you still consider those a rom-com? That's tough. I See, I don't consider 500 Days of Summer a rom-com. That's for Interesting. sure. I know. I think, I guess, when I think of rom-com, I think of mainly 90s movies, and they do it best. Yeah. Like, and But I think, you know, those kind of movies cannot be made now, which is really strange to say. You know, I feel like just you kind of got to leave it in the 90s. But okay, there's like, there's that movie, um, oh, something borrowed. Have you heard of that? Uh, I think it was based on that book, like that Emily Griffin book. Oh well, she, um, Kate Hudson stars in it, and this other really cute guy. Um, <laughs> but so cute. But I don't. They so she ends up. The girl ends up getting what she wants in the end. But obviously, there's like this big plot twist in the middle. But see, do I consider? I don't. Hmm, that's a really good question, Annie. What do you think? I don't know. You tell me what you think. Um, I think it could still be a rom-com even if they don't have a happily ever after. I don't think hmm. I don't think they need to necessarily end up together. But I do think agree that like all the nineties ones were very formulaic and then they have like iconic. Yeah. Um yeah, they all follow the same formula and they all end up together happily ever after at the end. But I mean, I think La La Land's like a I'd call it a romantic. I would I would consider La La, La, La Land more than Five Hundred Days of Summer, mm-hmm. just because she was like, just Summer wasn't very <laughs> like she wasn't funny. But I, mean, I do remember uh, watching La La Land, and at the end, I was just like very devastated that they didn't end up together because I feel like you need that sometimes, so it's not so just like yeah, so it's not formulaic that you need to have that like little twist ending. But, yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, I mean, what do you think about like, like Hallmark movies that are all the exact same formula that oh, are trying God. to be Hallmark like 90s rom-coms, but for some reason, they're just really terrible and not at all the same. <laughs> Hallmark movies are like those kind of movies where it's a rainy day and it's like your last resort on cable TV. You're with your mom 
and there's nothing that you can watch and there's just Hallmark and it's so cheesy but yet you get sucked in but I oh I puke when I think of Hallmark movies yet I haven't seen one in a really long time but I those are not those are terrible like I'd rather watch a 90s movie any day than a Hallmark movie for sure but it's like it's the exact same formula so why is it so much worse <laughs> that's a really good question maybe because it's on Hallmark channel I don't know that's like, a, that's very just like good. yeah that's very valid. like like the like the brand is everything sadly mm-hmm. it, I have to say it but like just oh what like a Hallmark movie like you don't want to tell people that you watch it on Hallmark <laughs> I think Hallmark is also just very self-aware that they all that they, they are Hallmark so that they yeah they have to just like they know it's bad they, yeah they stick with their style um, did you ever watch any of those, like the Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan ones, like Sleepless in Seattle? You know, I feel like I watched it with my mom, but I don't remember too much about it, so I can't really talk mm. about it. But I heard that's a really good yeah. one. Well, they had like so many that they started in together. Yeah, and there because like, what's the one message in a bottle with Meg Ryan? I think I've haven't seen that in a while, but I think oh, I really like sure. that one too. Yeah. I guess because like Sleepless in Seattle is that considered a rom com or just like a love story, oh. like a lo- like a love like just a regular love romance. I think that one's a rom com. I feel like that's mm. those are like the epitomes of rom com almost. I don't know. What did I? Ta- I said she's all that. What movies did I not talk about? Um, Ten Things I Hate About You, Clueless. Oh, Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore. Oh yeah, can we talk? I about introduced. How- disturbing that movie is because you're the one who introduced me to that movie and then I watched it like four times excuse me yeah I know because you were in love yeah, and I was with what's that so next? in love with it and the characters but thinking about it now it's just very creepy because if you've never seen never been kissed Drew Barrymore is an undercover reporter pretending to be a high school student and then she falls in love with her English teacher and then he uh-huh. falls back in love with her, but she's his student. <laughs> or he thinks that I think he's... she's his student anyways. Yeah. But I, it does creep me out because it's like, oh, no. the prof- I th- But I think it's just because maybe he maybe he had a sense of, like, her personality and how mature she was. But then again, it's like, oh, like, you were 18. He was probably like, what? I think in the movie, he must have played, like, a 28-year-old. Yeah. I mean, he was very young in it. And yeah um, wow what is her name she is just she is just so cringy herself drew barrymore in the movie mm-hmm. of like how hard she she played like the perfect like try hard <laughs> nerd and but it because it, it made me feel so uncomfortable for her like that's how bad it was like um rachel lee cook and she's all that like she was a weird art girl but like it did not make me cringe at all drew barrymore was just her style and going back into high school is just ugh. yeah what's up with rom-coms always making the female lead like a weirdo um i don't know that's just that's that's the thing like that's just it's like you date the popular guy and then you don't become that anymore i don't know well i guess we'll finish off today talking about your favorite current day rom-coms oh my current day rom- well <laughs> I think you already know. All the boys I've loved before, obviously. It's classic. An instant classic. Classic, classic. Um, and I actually really like something borrowed. I'll have to is that um, not an early two thousands movie? It's let me see. 
I feel like I have way better rom-coms than this right now, but this is like the something that's in my head. Um, something Borrowed is 2011. Yeah, yeah, I feel like after the era of like the early 2000s, after 2007, I feel like there weren't very many. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, or like, I think there were some, but they just weren't as great as the early yeah. ones. Like, I feel like the last yeah. good one I saw in theaters was like The Proposal with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. That was a great one. Okay, <laughs> I really, really, that it's interesting because I hated oh, that one. I didn't really like that one. Oh, no, I did not like that one. Maybe because I'm not like a huge fan of Sandra in mm. general. But um, I did not know that you liked But that yeah, one. in like the 2010s, I can't think of any of them that were very popular, stood out a lot. But maybe I was just over um, it by then, so. <laughs> I'm thinking if it's like 20, I'm thinking more like I like like real romance movies versus like rom-coms. Mm. Like A Walk to Remember was probably my favorite Um now that one's like 2001 Roman. or early 2000s, right? Yeah. yeah, that's very early 2000s. Um, but to all the boys I've loved before, if you haven't watched it, just watch it. <laughs> you might not think it's like your kind of movie, but trust me, it's just something so different and you will get hooked. <laughs> I promise you. I have watched it with guys who have also like considered like, oh, like it's not a bad movie. Like they just want to know what happens. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm just saying, give it a shot. Cool. Well, if you have time, I'm sure you have time for your in your quarantine to do true. that. Well, Alexa, thank you so much for joining us today. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. This was a <laughs> lot of fun, actually. I love rom coms. Ninety rom coms. Thank you again to Alexa for coming on to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you have a hobby, if you have an interest, if you're really bored and you want to chat with me for 20 some minutes, send me a DM on Instagram, uh, or I will check my Facebook messenger or you can email me. Don't call me. You can send a text and we'll uh, set up a time, but thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.